Hello and welcome to Critically Acclaimed Wednesday, the bonus episode edition of Buffalo Chicken Slice. We are your host. I am Aaron. I'm Nicole. And today we are bringing you I, Tanya. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds so neat when you said it. The biopic, I guess you could say a label as a biopic, the mm-hmm. biopic of Tanya Harding, a.k.a. The kneecap assassin. <laughs> um, we just finished the movie. It was a pretty good movie starring Margot Robbie. Um, what do you think, Tanya Harding? Huh. Well, I've been telling you I wanted to watch this for a long time. I I knew little details about the incident uh, between Nancy and Tanya. And uh, I wanted to know more. I wasn't sure if this film was going to depict a lot more or if it was going to be one-sided story, but I actually enjoyed it. I thought it showed a unique perspective of Tanya's upbringing and her relationship with Jeff Galuli. Is that how you say his name? Galuli? Yeah, just say Jeff, I guess. And He changed um, his last name illegally later on to Jeff Stone, I believe, which is a pretty badass name, <laughs> but not for a, he's a pretty dumbass guy. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I would have changed my name too. So, but um, I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. I felt like I learned a bit more about the situation and the incident that happened. Um, and I thought Margot Robbie did a great job. I don't really know any other film she's in. She was in Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. She was in <laughs> the Suicide other... <laughs> Squad. She didn't was watch in... that. She's been in, she's been in a lot of movies. I thought she they did a pretty good job with her makeup and her look, making her look like Tanya. Did you? Well, I didn't realize Tanya Harding was only five foot one, and oh. she, she definitely is not five foot one. Margot Robbie is definitely at least a solid five six, five seven. Yeah. So I didn't know that until I read it, and then once I read it, I was like. Yeah, they they definitely miscasted. If you're going to do it strictly off of that, they definitely miscasted. Um, But looks-wise, I thought, like, she looked similar to her, no? Um, (laughs) Ish? I I don't know, because I just did a whole bunch of research and just looked up, like, I saw a bunch of pictures of her. She doesn't really look like Margot Robbie. Um, Not even, like, the younger version of her. Mm. Like, but, I, I mean, I guess... I, I guess, guess maybe because she's... I mean, the hair. The hair yeah. was, was solid. And that's pretty much it, to be honest. <laughs> for me, at least. Fair point. Fair point. Um, did you think, or do you think, that Margot had to learn how to ice skate for the film? Or do you think it was CG? I It definitely was CGI, because she mm-hmm. wasn't doing triple axles. She's an Academy, <laughs> you know, an Academy, I don't know if she's a reward nominee, I don't mm-hmm. know, but she's, you know, part of big movies. I, I highly doubt she learned a triple axle for this movie. If she did, she needed to get an Oscar or something. <laughs> um, I believe she probably had to learn the basics, I'm, I'm sure, or she maybe already have, like knew how to skate, mm-hmm. but um, definitely CGI with like the actual like jumps and the twists and stuff mm-hmm. like that just skating around maybe a little bit of the poses and stuff and maybe like starting with like a one-legged spin that was probably her but then once they uh you know sped it up i'm sure they swapped out either you know 
what about someone else and then CGI'd her on there? But when she was doing the jumps, her they, that definitely was not like her. She could have been doing them, but like on a trampoline. Like she could have done a triple axel on a trampoline. I mean, that's even just, crazier CGI if they did it that way. I don't know. But it's like a green screen. It just wouldn't yeah, look right at no, all. No, you're right. I um I, I had a for some reason I feel like I remember that Tanya was the first person that did a triple axel in the US, but I feel like when I rewatched or not rewatched, when I watched this story, I like relearned that and I was like, okay, so she was pretty high up in terms of skating and Olympics and things like that. Um, but uh, in case anyone, I guess we should really explain the plot, right? In case anybody doesn't know about the Tanya I mean, story. I, I think this is one of those things that just gets passed on um, generation through generation. I mean, it's not like it was that long ago. It was Mm-mm. almost 30 years ago. Um, well, 28, you know. 28 years ago so it's not like it's it's super old but i feel like i knew about this from like references probably like in a song Mm. you know lil wayne probably made a tanya harding bar at one point (laughs) you know i i I just feel like it's just something that you kind of know Mm -hmm. um but yeah you give a little backstory so the synopsis of it which is a true life story um is of Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. Is that Nancy Kerrigan, I, yeah. I wasn't sure how you say her last name. Um, basically, they, from my knowledge, they didn't really depict this too, too crazy in the film. But from my knowledge, they were always sort of like competing against each other in a way of like who's going to be the best U.S. Olympic skater. Um, and apparently um nancy i'm sorry tanya had gotten a a death threat and tanya's husband um thought it would be funny to do the same thing and send a death threat with via the mail in a letter to nancy and jeff's dumb friend i don't know his name i think it's sean um he took it one step further and hired basically a hitman to break Nancy's kneecaps um, before one of the biggest competitions they had to place in the Olympics. And what? Sorry, I was just looking up something. No, it's okay. Did you say that the death threats and um, Jeff's stupid friend, Sean... Yep, I said the exact same Definitely thing. Definitely took like took what he said and then went way left with it. Yeah, so um, uh, Tanya has always denied involvement in this situation. And in the film, they sort of depict that she didn't really have a lot of knowledge of what was happening. She knew that about the death threats. She was in agreement with them doing the death threats. But when Sean took it the next step further with they're going to hurt her and put like a hit on her, it didn't seem like like Tanya knew um, based on how the film depicted it. I don't know in real life if it was different and she did truly know. But either way, um, I think she was sort of a co-conspirator in, in this somewhat of a way. When that scene that Sean says that he is the one who did the death threat to like, you know, it was all part of like the four steps ahead type mm-hmm. of thing he kept saying. Apparently, you know, the death threat was legit. Like, she actually did get a death threat mm. sent to her. However, it was not from him. They just put that uh, in the movie. Okay. Um, 
but that interview that he has with Diane Sawyer was legit. All that stupid shit really? he was saying about being a counter terrorist expert. Wow. All that stuff. He said that to Diane Sawyer in an interview. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy was an idiot. Um, Jeff was also an idiot. Yeah. Super abusive. I mean. Oh, yeah. I had I, no I, idea. I, honestly, the big, I think the big part of, of the movie. Yes, everyone knows what the, the kneecap thing. Honestly, that was such a small part mm-hmm. of the movie. Um, you know, uh, I was gonna say Nancy Tanya. She was abused mm-hmm. like her whole life. Her dad left her when she was young. Her mom, you know, was basically forced. I mean, she said that she, they always said that she loved to skate, but her mom was like a little egregious when it came to mm-hmm. it. Like a little, you know, on the on the fence of like, was this too much or? You know, was just what was needed, and it, it's funny because this reminds me of like King Richard, mm-hmm. where he was so mm-hmm. loving to his daughters, but he also like worked them to the bone, and like worked them down to you know, br- like broke them down to build them back up. Mm-hmm. But he was also able to give warmth and right. love and care when Ta- uh, Tanya's mom couldn't even do that from like the start to finish if all the stuff that they accounted for was you know if, if it's true then she was just very cold um it seemed like even the last scene that we see her with tanya she is trying to record you know mm. a confession from her um she's she baited her by telling her nice things which was the first time she said any nice things to her the whole film mm-hmm. and then of course as they were hugging she felt her like fidgeting around her pocket and then they found a recorder so um it it was it was quite quite crazy and um i actually read some other stuff Mm -hmm. um that scene where her they said her stepbrother or half brother like called the groped her and called apparently she said that he raped her um i I guess they didn't go into it in the movie but apparently he raped her. Oh my god! And then, like, I think a few years later, died in like a random hit and run accident. Jesus. Um, but apparently, like, her parents uh, didn't believe her, <sighs> and that was a big thing too. Um, I like that was also part of like the strain on their relationship between mm, her and her, her mom. Mother. That makes sense um, because they didn't believe her. Yeah, and you know. So that on top of actual physical abuse, which she says all the time, she's so she's used to that. Mm-hmm. Um, she was used to the physical abuse. That's that was the normal for her. That's how, you know, she always knew. And all she wanted was just to be loved. And, you know, anytime throughout the movie that there was any type of source of admiration or like, you know, adoring fans, anything like that, she completely switched and like forgot about mm. everything mm-hmm. and that's why she kept taking back jeff who i mean shot her yeah literally shot her like shot the ground and it ricocheted and hit her in the face mm-hmm. i mean smashed her apparently tanya i was reading i was reading so much before we started doing this <laughs> tanya apparently said he didn't just put like smashes her you know like on the mirror like through a mirror you know what i mean like Ugh. over like it happened quite often and you know she she like feared her her life several times yeah um, so was afraid to kind of like let go but still loved him which is you know if that was your upbringing of just constant violence and and the rape and stuff like we've seen you know you've seen so many things in history of like 
the the mental you know well, warfare that you're going on in your head because of everything that happens to you and then it just continues to transpire through your own life like later on in life right and that's what i was gonna say i don't i don't want to say that her actions were justified because and what jeff did and sean did they're not it's not justified however if you look at her upbringing and the abuse that she sustained i i didn't know all of that and so it sort of makes sense that she didn't necessarily have i don't want to say she didn't have empathy but it almost sort of seemed that way because like she was not phased by them doing a death threat she was not really phased by you know I don't know. It seems like she didn't have a lot of like sympathy for the situation, but once she realized it would ruin her career, I think that's when she was like, "Shit, we screwed up." Well, because she, she, you know, because of all the training and stuff, they pulled her from high school. She never got a, you know, her GED mm-hmm. or diploma or anything, so she felt like she had no skills other than, than skating i mean she she said it several times that she was like a good for nothing like Mm -hmm. you know and her mom made sure to remind her every chance that she could that she was a good for nothing and also like you know flip like you know you like you know i i all the money i ever made went into your skating went into this Mm -hmm. but you treat me like i'm some type of villain um basically saying she built her but every step of the way, I mean, even when she got married to Jeff, which mm. was a bad move, um, you know, she she said, you know, she didn't say congratulations. She didn't say anything. She said, you, I mean, well, we get very foul right now. She said, you fuck dumb. You don't marry dumb because mm. Jeff was really dumb. Um, and then, you know, Tanya just walked away. And I don't know if any of that stuff actually happened, but, you know, it seems like their relationship was was so was so toxic that i mean i feel like she's gone through so many things so i i think when it came to the death threats it was probably just like it, you know it is what it is like i right. mean on, honestly that wouldn't have been you know i don't think that would have been like a, a worthy i don't think that would have been a crime um i is it? i think well, no mailing i guess a death i guess it is because yeah. you're yeah but uh, what did you think of her punishment that she was once she went through trial that they banned her from skating forever? For they life? gave her they like I think it was like a hundred thousand dollars a year, five hundred hours of you know community service, probation for this long and this and that. But the icing was they took away skating for her like in that organization, whatever UFSA, whatever the, uh, the acronym is, yeah. You women's know. nationals skating association yeah, or something. something like that um what did you think of them taking that away from her do you think it was justified with what happened um i think at that point you know what i i i i feel very indifferent about this because as they showed it in the movie you know there was already a lot of speculation and it seems like they pushed the they pushed a trial and everything to after the Olympics for the rating boost and this and that and CBS, you know, mm-hmm. push for this and push for that. So it seemed a little crazy that they they used her, mm-hmm. the sport that never wanted her. You know, that was which I have to make I have to make this very clear, at least from like the movie standpoint. You know, she was the the country hick who had a unstable family mm. wasn't the good old american girl that they want to you know paint for everybody 
So the the judges continuously, even though she skated better than everybody, you know, her her outfits were a little dingy because she was making them herself instead of paying for five thousand dollar co- you know costumes. Mm-hmm. She was doing they were making them themselves. And, you know, she had temper tantrums and she didn't want, you know, they didn't want her to be the the face of the sport, even though she was a better skater than Nancy Kerrigan and everyone else. Right. Um, so the sport that didn't even want her used her to draw more eyes to because of what the situation. The they were like, oh, you know, six weeks ago, Nancy's knee, which she didn't get like they didn't bust her knee. She had a bruised knee. She was still able to compete in the Olympics. I think she just missed like the national, not national championships, but like one of those championships in between. Mm-hmm. You know, they used that situation to draw viewers, and pro- that was probably I, I mean, if I if I did research on, I'm assuming that's probably one of the highest viewed um, Winter Olympics like oh, sports yeah. events probably ever. Because you know, I would say Summer Olympics is probably a bigger draw than the Winter. Unfortunately, even the Winter is so much fun. I would just say, and probably in general, that's probably what happened. I, I would have to believe that has to be in one of the top, you know, viewed Olympics ever. So they used her and then they banned her after. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point, Jeff, Sean, and the two and the hitmen, uh, the, the driver and the guy were all gives, given sentences already at that point. Um Actually, I don't know. That timeline is very, very fuzzy mm-hmm. because it was really only six weeks, I think, before the Olympics. It was very shortly before. And yeah. then there's no way a trial would have been done. They would have found them, trialed them all within that time because that's how they showed it. They showed like right. they were done. She competed. Then after she competed, she had her trial. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she pleaded. She had like a plea deal for... Um, uh, conspiracy. I have to. I'll look it up. You, I'll look up the actual what she was actually charged with. Well, I mean, it was very interesting. I, I, I guess you sort of never answered the question about how you felt if it was warranted. I, I, or... I, I felt it was. I think it was a little much. Yeah. I mean, she didn't do it. Um, maybe like a a ban of like maybe several years. Mm-hmm. Um, but for life. For life is is kind of wild when she didn't do it. There's not full full on evidence that she, you know, had any idea. You know, we know that she knew that it, that you know the people that she knew were mm-hmm. a part of it, but she it wasn't like full on evidence that she actually knew that it was going like it was going to be an actual attack, an onslaught of a of attack. The only thing they had was a piece of paper that she wrote down the or. That they allegedly say that she wrote down because it matched her handwriting, right. the address, where, or, or, or where the, the, Nancy practiced and her practice schedule, and her schedule, and yeah. and obviously they said it throughout the movie. They were like, "Why would she need to know the schedule?" So it's almost like she she knew she was giving them the information yeah. of when to do the hit, basically. Yes, because so, actually I didn't think of that because if they were just going to deliver a letter via the mail. Why would her husband need her schedule for practice? So in a way, she was almost contributing by giving them that schedule because she was the one who called the woman and asked. Um, I don't know if that's what happened in real life, if it if it went down that way, but that was the way it was depicted in the film. Um, I, I mean, I think... Um, I, I think she should have been banned for quite some time. I'm not sure if life 
is warranted. Um, I don't want to say that Nancy, like, it was just getting her kneecaps bruised. It's awful and it was very violent and it shouldn't have happened. But it's not as though somebody was, like, murdered or, I mean, you know no, what I'm saying? I mean, like, I mean, no one was, no one, she was hurt, yes. It her, was her, wrong. Her career wasn't over. Right. She, she finished with, you know, silver in the Olympics shortly after. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Tanya finished eighth in that Olympics. Um, even though, according to in the movie, she says she skated just as good as everyone else. But obviously, she knew she wasn't going to win because... They never Everything. let her win. The only time they let her win is when she did the triple axel because mm. it was the first time a U.S. Um, skater U.S. skater has ever done. Apparently, I think one person did it in like Japan or something yes. like that, but first ever American skater to do it and um, and landed it in a whole bunch of different championships. She won a whole bunch off of that one move because no one else could do it. No one else even attempted it. Um, I, found, I actually found the... Uh, the uh charge the charge she pleaded guilty to conspiracy to hinder prosecution as a class c felony offense Hmm. um and then her penalties included three years of probation a hundred thousand dollar fine 500 hours community service um and then she would no longer be able to skate she was begging to go to jail instead of not being able to skate which i thought was really interesting it showed you how much she felt that that defined her life that there was nothing else that defined her life other than skating um that she was willing to go to prison instead of that it was very fascinating yeah and also i i mean they showed it for a brief second i try to look up to see Mm -hmm. um you know times that they were friends Mm, and they would you know they would hang out and stuff but from the you know reports, it shows that they weren't like friends that they would like confide with each other. They were just kind of like, you know, they saw each other at the same events. Right. They would you know share a cigarette, hang out. Mm. You know, nothing, nothing kind of crazy. It's just they're young. I also didn't realize how young she was. But I guess I should have known I, because skaters, you know, they there's an age gap. There's a right. a time when you're elite. And then you're like retired at 25 because you're too old. You're deemed too old, which is like the craziest thing ever. But I, I don't know. I always just assumed she was like much older. Like, I, I don't know. I knew she was young. I didn't realize how <clears throat> how young. She was only 23 when all of this happened. I mean, she was married. And also, her and Jeff weren't together. Mm. They were divorced when, when this happened. Yeah, it was her ex-husband. Um, which needs to be, I guess, really talked about that like, not like they were conspiracy. That's what she said. It's not like they were conspiracy. They weren't even together. You know, she, she, he was around because she needed that image of like, all right, I have my 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 man, a perfect uh, family, you know, you know, yeah, all that stuff. So, but so that was, you know, that's but what they she were says. conspiring, and that that's a, a straight up lie because they were conspiring because she for for sending a, a death threat. Well, why would her husband need the address of where? Nancy was practicing if it was just mailing a letter to her house. Well, you, I'm sure it's easier to find the address to where she practiced than her actual home. I don't know how they would have figured that out. They it's probably I, easier. Yes, I, I don't know for it to get to her through the training facility. The schedule is really the only thing that's that's legit. Um, mm-hmm. But they didn't. They didn't give. You know, they didn't charge her for any of that. That was all through Jeff and and Sean, and they took all of that. 
it was just that she like you know hindered the prosecution mm-hmm. so when apparently when she had that that meeting with the fbi it was a 10-hour interview like 10-hour wow. interview but apparently she like the story changed a few times throughout mm. i mean talking for 10 hours i'm sure the story gets fuzzled once they start asking questions so that i don't really i've watched enough of the wire to know that they you know on hbo that they, they they'll ask you something you say something else and they f- ask you something else and you switching up your words because you're all <laughs> it, it I, I don't know and also everyone everyone a part of this does not seem like to be the brightest in the bunch all right including yeah. tanya and it's unfortunate to her she left school super early it doesn't seem like she came from like a good educated family. Um, you know, like she says throughout the movie, she was a country hick. Yeah. Who enjoyed mudding and, and trucks and, and trucks shooting. And, and yeah, she enjoyed that. She didn't enjoy being like prissy and 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 Uppity. feminine, if you want to say like quotation sure. marks. So mm-hmm. So what awards has this won? So Since it is it was, critically acclaimed. It was critically acclaimed. It was nominated for a couple of awards. Let's see what we got here. So it was nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actress, Allison Janney. I forgot to mention how good she was as the mother. Her yeah. mom killed it. Uh, she, she actually won for Best Supporting mm, Actress. That makes sense. Uh, Margot Robbie also got nominated for Best Actress. She did not win, mm. and uh, they got nominated for Best Film Editing. Mm. It also earned three uh, Golden Globe nominations. Uh, Janie also won the Best Supporting Actress for the Golden Globe. She won Golden Globe and the Oscar. Mm. Um, she also won the Screen Actors Guild and the Critic Choice Critics Choice Movie Awards. Um, and Robbie was Margot Robbie was nominated, but she didn't really win anything. That's sort of interesting. I thought she did really well, but I I. I mean, the mother, Allison, was phenomenal as her mom. So, you know what? I I've seen I've seen a lot of Oscar movies, and I've seen a lot of people get nominated for such a small like role. Mm. Like her role was small but impactful, mm-hmm. and that's like the basis of it. Like I think I've never seen the movie Little. I've seen parts of it. I've I've never seen a full movie of Little Miss Sunshine, but I know like I think the grandfather in that movie. Alan Arkin, who like died like in the first part of the movie. Spoiler alert. Won won the the Oscar or something for best supporting actor. Mm. He was barely in the movie. I, I think in some cases like this, where like you have that one impactful role, it t- kind of takes away from the lead. Because mm. um, Margot's a great actress already. So it's almost like they expected it to be good. But that second part, you're like, that second role, you're like, oh, okay, she actually killed it. Mm. So unfortunately, I think that takes a lot of the shine from, uh, you know, from that. I think that's what happened to Leonardo DiCaprio so many freaking times, mm. too. Um, his, his his co-lead always kind of snuck in and stole the show. Yeah. And then he kind of got left out because they're like, oh, you're Leonardo DiCaprio. You're supposed to be good. So <laughs> we're not going to give you any awards. Um but uh, but yeah, that's that's that. Okay, good uh, good let's list. See, uh, eleven million dollar budget, fifty four million dollars made. Mm, okay, not bad. Uh, let's see, ninety percent of Rotten Tomatoes. That's high. And also Sebastian Stan, who played uh, played her husband Jeff. He's uh, the Winter Soldier and Marvel. Those, oh that's the one yes, with the metal arm. yes, yes, yeah, yes. I, I was going to tell you that earlier, and I didn't know if you knew. He also played Tommy Lee and Pam and Tommy. 
I always finish that. Yeah. But, um, so I think it's time for our ratings. I think so too. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, you go first. I'm going to give it a, it was almost like a comedy at some points. Um, but not like a ha- laughing comedy, just like the way that they filmed it. I'm going to give it like an 8.3. Okay. I think 8.3 is solid for Tanya Harding. And I, Tanya. <laughs> I'm going to give it a close. I'm going to give it an 8.1. I thought it was good. Um, I felt for me personally, there was more to be desired about the incident and what had happened. And... I know it would be impossible to do this, especially because it's called I, Tanya, but I would have liked to see a little bit more of Nancy's side of the story and what had happened. Um, her skating career. I, I don't agree, actually. No? Because the story's never been about her. Nan- yeah. Nancy's just, uh, she's someone a who, who's a skater who probably would have gotten forgotten over time mm. and now is, is synonymous with, with this story. Mm. And I feel like the story was never about her anyway. She was just the victim at the time. And she's probably tired of the story. I'm sure she, and I looked it up. It, it seems like she's forgiven Tanya. Um, even though Tanya says she didn't really do anything with it, but mm. you know, they're, they moved past it. I, I, I feel like they showed her just enough. And also I'm sure there's so many lifetime movies and this and that, and that oh, they've yeah. done it. I think the other stuff is what I really needed to know. We everyone knows what the knee situation. Not everyone knew about the abuse and about right. and about no, you're you know, right. They the conspiracy did a good job. and everything on the other side. But um, I see what you're saying. It was a solid movie. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think everyone should check it out. It is on Hulu. Hulu, and uh, we will be back this week with our regularly scheduled episode. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.